Hi everyone, welcome to Love Reality Shift Podcast. So today my soul sister Tanya and I will talk about after the breakup, now what? Enjoy! So a lot of people are going through breakup and, uh, you know, there are a lot of feelings we're going to go through. And in general, we will experience the time of going out multiply four times. That's the times it needs to heal. So if we spend a lot of time for a long time to be with someone let's say a year or two let's say for a year technically it takes four years to heal and none of us do have that much time to 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 spend that much time to heal so it's a good idea for us to figure out what to do after the breakup so we can move toward rapid recovery and then we will welcome new love so depends on which side of breakup you go through if you are the one who decide to break up you have a time to prepare this imminent departure right you have a time to prepare but if you are the one who are receiving end of the breakup what's gonna happen is you know you want to really prepare to go through this experience and then you're told hey uh i gotta tell you something you know i can't be with you anymore and then you will get this surprise news all sudden and from there you have to go through the healing journey you know and then when we go through the breakup a lot of times we will experience the feeling of rejection you know and then a lot of insecurities creeps up depends on how much you worked on yourself up till this relationship how much of the insecurity and the emotion comes up to you varies depends on the person to person you know if you worked on yourself a lot then you may experience few of those issues versus if you never been working on yourself and then always you are hiding um, or try not to look at up till the breakup will creep up. So depends on how much you worked on yourself, the amount of healings you have to go through after the breakup will vary so um yeah tanya is here hi tanya 
I was just talking about,、uh, you know, depends on the amount of time you went out with someone and depends on the work you did on yourself, the amount of healing and whatever the emotion comes up will be different. Oh, yeah, no, totally. <laughs> um It's one of those things where it's kind of like, It could be really, really bad, or it could be not bad at all. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a really good topic because, you know, as we're dating people and we're、um, hopefully dating more than one person at a time and, you know, kind of getting to know people. But if you've been in a relationship and it goes south, then you decide that, or maybe they decide that you're not the one for them or whatever, and you break up.、Um, If you've done some of the inner work and you know your value and worth and you know it's not tied to that relationship, because I think so many people, <clears throat> excuse me, this is such a huge thing because I think people tie so much of their self worth, their value, their sense of、um, self love to a relationship. And when it's over, they're kind of left feeling like, Part of them has been ripped away, so they don't have that sense of stability anymore. So they don't have that sense of groundedness, and they feel like, oh, well, without this relationship, I'm not a whole person. So they feel like they're no longer defined, that they feel lost, confused, and I don't know who I am without this person. That's because you've lost yourself in the relationship. And, and that's a really Not a good place to be because then when you end up and you break up, that's what happens. Then you go through all these, you know, really, really a long process of grieving and then trying to figure out who you are again. But if you've done some of the inner work and you, if you know who you are and you're,、um, you've done some of the healing process for yourself and You're secure and you are comfortable with yourself, and you know who you are outside of the relationship, and you've held and maintained your own sense of self through the relationship. If someone、um, decides to leave you, you can see that as a whole entirely different perspective. You know, it's like, okay, awesome. That means I'm not their perfect person, and they're not my perfect person, and I don't have to, like, sure, you might be sad. But it doesn't, it's not, doesn't have to be like this life shattering blow to the ego because you're not so wrapped up in the illusion that everything is perfect, if that makes sense. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Like, I've been doing my、um, hero's journey for my coaching、um, niche because I'm expanding my niche. And then I was going through my early part of the relationship. And then I for- totally forgotten about.、Um, I did show my super, like, I guess, huge vulnerability when I fell in love when I was 18、uh, for the first time. And then this guy left. As soon as I opened up and、I、talked about, you know, I, I'm scared of losing you, like, I lost my dad. And he, this guy, like, completely turned his personality. And then now I know that he wasn't meant to be with me and that he wasn't the right person for me because if you are vulnerable and then you show your vulnerability, the right person will be, you know, man up and then want to protect you and want to provide the security for you instead of freak out and then change, right? 
But at that time, like, I was thinking, oh my God, like, what did I do? Like, I opened up myself. I shouldn't be opened up, like, ever, ever again that much, you know? I kind of was thinking about that. But you don't really, you know, know being vulnerable is the secret of uh, having intimacy and then falling in love with each other if you had first experience of rejection after you became vulnerable for the first time in your life, right? So it takes a long time and a lot of effort to get to that clarity. And without having uh, working on yourself, it's difficult to get to that realization. And then it is very important to uh, separate yourself from the relationship, you are not the relationship. You are not, your value, your worth is not because you have someone, you're in the relationship. And sometimes, you know, a person you happen to be together with doesn't have to be the right person. Maybe that person is the right person at the moment or right person at the season, but it won't be the life, right person for life. Yeah, and it's um, it's one of the things, too, that I think so many people have a tendency to get wrapped up in the feeling and belief that because they're happy in the moment, they automatically are, like, they just assume. I think people just assume that because you're happy and things are going well, that this must be the one, right? And... um as relationships mature and as you get to know each other and once you're out of that honeymoon phase and you get to a more mature place in the relationship, um, people's true colors start coming out, right? And you have conflicts and you have problems. And once the newness of the relationship wears off, and this can be anywhere from six months to three, four years down the road. But I've had this happen in many, many circumstances because I've been um, the kind of person that has previously, when I was dating, I always had, I, I did everything wrong. <laughs> okay, first and foremost, I did everything wrong. Like I never dated more than one person at a time. I never kept my options open. I always like latched onto one person and dated them for a long time. And that's really not the best way to do it. But um, because I did that, I ended up staying in relationships for like two, three years at a time and then being devastated when they broke up with me. And they always broke up with me. And why was that? Well, because they weren't the right person for me. I wasn't the right person for them. But I was so wrapped up in my own issues of self-worth that anybody that was paying attention to me, I was like, okay, this is enough, right? It's enough. And, what, and obviously it's not, <laughs> but now that I'm older and wiser and have done a lot of inner work and healing, I am in a, a much different place. And I can look back and see those patterns, right? I can see the patterns in my life where I'm like, oh yeah, well, when I was this age and this age, clearly I was latching on to somebody that probably wasn't the best person for me, but because they were showing me attention and affection, I 
stayed with them. And then when they broke up with me, it was like this whole disaster because I tied up my whole sense of self-worth in this relationship. But if you kind of, and this is why I think it's such a bad thing that the, people think they have to get married in their twenties. And it's like, it's one of those things. And, and I fell into this whole belief system too, that I thought that, you know, my God, I'm almost 30. I'm not married yet. I better hurry up. And, um, it's like this, this thing that girls are taught to grow up and, you know, envision their wedding day and how beautiful it's going to be. And it's like getting swept off our feet by Prince Charming. And, you know, the reality of it is it doesn't matter. It's by far more important that you meet someone you're compatible with. And the thing is, is that most people don't even know themselves until they're in their thirties anyway, like really. And honestly, I can tell you to be straight up factual. I didn't really even know who I was and what I wanted out of life until I was almost 40, you know? And, and when they talk about getting married and, and jumping into one of these relationships and, you know, when you're attaching yourself to one person, for a long period of time and then you go and break up, of course you're gonna be devastated, right? This is why it's so key to really get to know yourself. It's so, so important to really get to know yourself and in the process, date multiple people because you're never gonna know without dating a bunch of people at once who is the right person for you, what you like, what you don't like, you know, you kind of discover that as you go along. So, and plus it shields you from heartbreak. If you get so attached to one person and it's like, you know, you're, you're with them and you're 22, well, chances are pretty good that that person isn't going to be in your life for forever. I mean, it can happen. Of course it can happen, but the odds and the statistics kind of go against you. So it's just something to consider because I think, um, when it comes to, when it comes to breaking up, you know, it can be a powerful catalyst to change and growth in your life, which is important. Like I said, cause I firmly believe that relationships are a big catalyst in our life for growth and, uh, for soul growth. But, um, you know, when it's that breakup that knocks you off your feet and, you know, like put you in that place where you're like, my world is ending. I can't function in life. Cause you're going to go through that grieving process. Just like losing somebody, you know, losing anything, you know, in grief, whether it's the loss of a loved one through death or, you know, a pet or anything, you're going to go through that grieving process. And it can be something that absolutely takes you out for months at a time. Or you can, if you're in a more healed place where you're more centered and you haven't devoted, you know, and like completely lost yourself in the relationship, then it can be a time for you to like do some self-evaluation. Okay. What didn't work in this relationship? What wasn't right for me? What wasn't right for them? You know, and then you can proceed and move forward. Yeah. And you know, like I'm the same, I was in the same boat. I never was multiple dating. And um, the part of the reason when I was in my twenties, um, in fact, I got married like 
in my early 20s. So <laughs> based on that experience, you know, now I can tell not everyone is getting married um, in their 20s, right? We all have a different soul contract and we all have different, um, I guess, understanding of who we are depends on our maturity. And, you know, a lot of us tend to hurry up to get married because of our biological clock. But when we have a new, more advanced medical technology will be coming up, then we no longer have to worry about that anymore. So, which is the good news. Um, but it is really important to not to put um, your value and your worth and uh, your validation on someone other than yourself, right? If you put all of those judgment toward including someone you love, right? And then, oh, uh, if this relationship doesn't work out, I'm worth nothing or what is wrong with me if, you know, when this person left or this relationship didn't work out or marriage, that got nothing to do with you, you know. A lot of times we decide to walk away from the relationship because we found our value and our, our worth within ourselves, and then, hey, this relationship isn't worth it, you know. That's sometimes, you know, a lot of people do break up from someone or we grow apart because, you know, when you're with someone in your 20s and then you become 30s and 40s and then, like, it doesn't mean you stay the same. You Sometimes you may become a completely different person. Like, when I was married in my early 20s, I was a completely different person from when I became 28 and decided to leave, you know? Um, in, like, may, may a few years or so, you become a completely different person. Then, will you choose the same person when you become completely, you know, different person? You may, you may not. So, I think the um, the system also needs to be changed, you know. Uh, and also, um, people do tend to stay together because of the financial reason or kids. Um, that stuff needs to be changed as well. But besides that, um, it is really important for us to cultivate our uh, worth and the I guess the uh, value within ourselves. So no matter what happened during your relationship, you won't lose yourself. Of course, you know, we are all sad and grieve about losing someone and miss spending time with someone. But when you know this person is, is not meant to be with you or you know in deep down, this is not the right person for you, then after, certain time of uh, healing and grieving period, you can move on, you know, to, to the new person, to seek for the person who is right for you. Yeah, and I think that's important because um, it's really important to have some downtime to take a look at, okay, what was I not seeing in this relationship? What was I not looking at? 
you know, um, because anytime a relationship breaks up, it it's because, you know, you're clearly not um, doing something. So, you know, don't, don't look at it as like, oh my God, I'm not enough. Look at it. What was, what wasn't meeting my needs in that relationship or, you know, how can I improve myself being from the perspective of what do I want? Right. So let me clear this up because I'm getting confusing. But um, what I talk to my clients about is about becoming the person you want. So if you have this ideal vision of a person that you desire, the certain characteristics, certain traits, certain qualities, cultivate those in yourself. So if you're in a relationship that's ended, you can take a step back and be like, okay, where does my responsibility lie? Where could I have done better? Where could I have improved? Where can I have been a better communicator? Where could I have been more willing to compromise or negotiate or listen or not be self-absorbed or whatever? You know, just reassess and evaluate. Evaluate, okay, what was my role and why maybe this didn't work? And gain lessons from that to use next time around. But then take time to work on yourself. Take time to, you know, heal your heart. If you're if you're hurting, take time because you don't want to jump into another relationship right away. That's the worst thing you could do. Like that rebound situation, people do it all the time and it never works out. So take that time to really just kind of assess and evaluate, you know, where you're at, how you feel, what you want. You know, because things have changed maybe, you know, and especially if it's been a long relationship. You know, I have a client that was just got out of a relationship that she was in with this guy for six years and they never got married, but um, she knew like probably over the last year or two that really they probably should break up, but she never did because of like security, comfort, well, we've been together for so long, all these things, but she wasn't happy. She didn't really love him and she wasn't fulfilled, but she stayed. So, I mean, people do that kind of stuff all the time. So when you get out of a relationship like that, it's really important to take that pause, take that step back. And, you know, it's not just because you may need a year and that's okay. You know, take that time, take that time to reground, recenter, get to know yourself again, really get clear about what it is that you want. So that when you go back out in the dating world again, you're able to look for that and recognize it, but also work on yourself, work on yourself, work on those things within yourself that, you know, maybe, you know, like I said, take ownership and responsibility for any things that you brought to the relationship that maybe weren't that great, you know, areas that you need to work on and improve on and work to heal those things on you too, because really everything is about attraction and and you're going to continue to attract people that are going to reflect back to you what you need to heal and fix. So if you're not working on yourself in the process, you know, you're just going to continue to find relationships that are, you know, going to be unfulfilling. So just something to take into consideration and to allow it to be however long it needs to be. You know, don't go rushing in to another relationship that is Horrible, 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 horrible. Because first of all, you're trying to fill a, a hole, a fill a space in your life that was left by somebody else, by the next person in line, and they're not gonna 
they're not going to fill that need for you. And two, you're going to be like an emotional mess and you're going to want to try to get the, that sense of safety and security and feeling love from somebody who's nowhere, anywhere near capable of giving it to you. I mean, it's just a total disaster. So just don't do it. (laughs) So take the time, take the time and be single, be single, do it for a year. You know, take that time to heal and grow and move through and work on becoming the kind of person that you need to be to be that perfect person for your perfect person, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then also, um, how do you know you're ready to date? Um, If you are ready to be, be vulnerable again, that's when you're ready. When you're defensive or you have your guard up, you know, because you don't want to get hurt again, stuff like that, you still need to heal if you feel like that. And you have to be so defensive about that when you get yourself, you know, out there. And uh, yeah, so until then, there's nothing wrong to be on your own or like uh, casually date. I'm not saying casually date to sleep around. I'm saying casually date to meet people, but like, um, you are just practicing dating, you know, uh, versus you are seriously going to look for someone, right? So you can kind of do that when you are halfway through uh, your uh, healing period. I did that. And then that was fine. You know, I wasn't really having any intention to go out with anyone, but you know, just uh, put yourself, you know, out there to see how you feel you know, uh, when you are like meeting someone, then you can kind of check like, am I, am I ready to be in the relationship or not? That kind of thing. So once in a while you can do that. And then when you are totally ready, you know, then you can seriously, um, get yourself out there. But by then you have your list ready. So you have what you're looking for. Like last thing you want to do is put yourself out there without any kind of a list, what kind of person you're looking for. If you want to be with someone, not just date or in the relationship, but get married and stuff like that. Because you, last thing you want to do is you want to end up with someone and fall in love. And then you find out that this is not who you want it. You need to have your list clearly what kind of person you're looking for to spend your rest of life with. You had the list on you, right? Before you met your uh, husband. Yeah, 100%. I sure did. I had a list and it was after a breakup. And this is how, this is how we met. And I had got, I broke up with a guy that um, I really felt that I loved. Um, we did for a couple years and I was in this place where I was really, um, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to like date somebody and fall in love and be like, get my heart broken time, time again. So I got really clear about what I wanted and I made a list. I made a list about if I could have my perfect person, what would they be like? What do I want? What are my non-negotiables? What are the things that I absolutely am not willing to to settle on, you know? And so I had this list and I, um, really just kind of put it out there and I'm like, okay, universe, God source, 
here's the deal. This is my list. This is the perfect person for me. This is everything I want. So I'm going to now move forward. And when I date people, I'm going to keep my eyes open for what's on this list. And if I don't see certain things, like I said, the things that were the non-negotiables, the things that were absolutely important to me. And to do this, you have to know yourself. You have to know yourself. You have to know what your values are, what's important to you. Um, Because if you don't know what you value and appreciate, you can't write down a list of things that you want to find in a partner. Because I'm telling you, one of the biggest things I find with my clients that are in couples that come to me with problems is because their values don't match. And values are something that you, that are instilled in you. Like, this is important to me. This is something that I'm not going to shake because it's really super important to me. And what happens is when your values don't match with that of another person, it causes conflict, a lot of conflict, and sometimes irreparable conflict. So it's really important that you know what you value, what's important to you, and these are things that are, go far deeper than just appearance, right? Go deeper than a sense of humor. What's important to them? Do they value family? Do they value hard work? Do they value spiritual growth? What, what do they really value? And those are the things you need to find out about somebody before you start giving your heart away. Because those are the deep things that end up causing conflict later on in relationships. So just something to consider. Yeah, because, you know, like a lot of times, let's say, if you want someone to put yourself as his priority, right? But if he is someone who wants to put the other people as his priority, could be his mom, he could be his kids, you know, whatever, right? Could be his job, then your value are not aligned with each other, then that's going to be the conflict. And that's something you can really not um, keep on giving the right of the way all the time because if you keep on doing that, you started feeling miserable, right? In the beginning, you can do that. Maybe in the first five, six years, you can do that because you love this person so much. But can you really do that like 40, 50 years of your life? Keep on putting yourself second or third, you know? Um, that kind of a non-negotiable is very important. And then once you meet someone that you fall in love, you don't want to discount what's really important for yourself. So if you have your list, you are not going to even keep on meeting someone who doesn't have that part of your list. Um, it's, it's really, um, you know, if you know more deeper part of yourself, you tend to put not too much like a superficial stuff on the list like oh he has to be this tall and his hair color is this and eye color is this you know i had that when i met my first husband (laughs) i had my 27 list and he fits everything in the box everything absolutely everything but now my list is completely different i don't have much appearance part at least i think I think it's zero actually like only thing I put is he 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 works out you know like he he's athletic that kind of thing um because I'm not into someone who is you know chubby but as as a guy 
um, maybe he is in the beginning, but he has to end up being like fit. So, so <laughs> that's only appearance part I put, but everything else is more of the personality. You know, I didn't even put like, oh, he has to be super gorgeous or anything, you know, because once uh, what you're looking for in person internally, that person started looking really good to you, even though he's not the conventionally good looking guy or handsome or anything like that. So it's really important to, because relationship is like internal match. You have to be compatible with each other internally. So what you're looking for in person internally, and you have that part of the list, you know, like Tonya said, to write down the internal part, you have to understand your internal part, what makes you feel happy, how you are like. So what kind of person is comparable because you guys are similar internally, right? So that part is really important. Then in order to do that, you have to really look deeper within yourself. So that's, again, it's not a good idea to date right away because you don't have a time to look within if you do that, you know? A deep part of reflection period is really important to uh, find that person. Yeah, and it's, it's, um, I mean, I can't even stress how important it is because, you know, I think so many people, and again, I feel like I'm being a dead horse here, but so many people tend to jump into relationships for the sake of a relationship. You know, they want to be with somebody. They don't want to be single. So they're like, the first person that pays attention to them, they're like, oh, this, the, you know, they like me. So this is good. You know, it, it's, it's like a subconscious thing. Like they don't even realize they're doing it, but it's like, they're immediately wrapped up in the attention they're getting. And, and, oh, if they think they're kind of attractive, they're like, oh, this guy's cute or whatever. And, and he's paying attention to me and he really likes me. Okay. So this must be great. I'm going to put all my eggs in this basket. And they do it without even realizing it, without even realizing it. And they're just like all swept up in the giddiness and the excitement of somebody paying attention to them. And it's, you've got to have a measure of like, self-control, <laughs> you know, like hold yourself back a little bit <clears throat> and be like, okay, listen, it's great. Yeah. He's cute. And, and I mean, that's part of the fun of relationships in the beginning. Of course, you're going to get excited. You're going to have the butterflies. You're going to get all anxious and, you know, those feelings, but, but that's not the, the meat of a relationship, right? That's just the beginning stuff. Like I have been now, listen, I'm telling you, I am with my soulmate. I have been with him going on 15 years now. Do I still look at him and get butterflies? Very rarely. <laughs> okay. Once in a blue moon, I'll look over and I'll be like, I'll look and I'll observe something about him. And I'll be thinking to myself, man, he's, of course I still find him attractive. You know, I still think he's extremely attractive, but I mean, do I have those, rush of feelings of like that fluttery butterflies in my stomach and that excitement. You know, I can't wait for him to text me. I can't wait to hear from him. I can't wait to see him. No, <laughs> that goes away. <laughs> it goes away after the honeymoon phase, right? 
that honeymoon phase is all that that excitement and ooh, the anticipation and this and that and you know where you're just like you can't take your eyes off each other that goes away and then you're left with like the real meat of a relationship which is like a secure mature relationship after time where you're comfortable with each other right and you're but you still of course obviously if you're in this relationship and it's working then you know things cultivate and change over time but what i'm saying the whole point of my even saying this is those feelings are not something you want to base decisions on right so if you're deciding that i'm not going to date other people because oh i've got all these i'm excited to meet this guy it's always oh, so cute and, da, 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 and he likes me and, da, 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 and i'm all wrapped up in the honeymoon phase of, a, of early stages of a relationship that can come back to bite you in the butt later because those feelings aren't a good um, measuring stick, shall we say, for if the person is going to be good for you or not. So just kind of take that into consideration, you know, take a breath, take a step back. And, and all this comes with really knowing what you want and what you're looking for. So I think people get oblivious to some of the things that are a problem like red flags like where your values don't line up and things that are going to cause problems down the road because they're all caught up in those initial feelings of the giddiness and the excitement and the anticipation so allow yourself some space and some like clear thinking time be like okay you know look at your list what are the things do i see evidence of these things on this list you know and it's not not to be so overly practical about it but you know because people are like oh it takes the romance out of things well it's also you know you need to kind of know yourself you need to know who you are and what you want what you desire because if you don't you just go into a blind you know you're going to figure out halfway through that oh this isn't what i'm looking for and you know then you're that's how people end up getting hurt in in relationships and they end up getting broken up with and they're like oh this sucks my life is over blah 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 this always happens well, it happens because you don't know. You don't know what it is that you want and you're not sticking to it. You know, you have your list that you want maybe, but then you get wrapped up on all the emotion of the early relationship and you throw your list to the wayside and you disregard it and you're like, oh, I'm all wrapped up in these feelings and these emotions and it feels good and I'm excited. And, you know, then a year down the road, you're like, oh yeah, well, he isn't what I'm looking for. And you're like, okay, now I just wasted a year of my life. So just take that in consideration. Yeah, so, you know, part of the reason why list is so good, so it's, it's help you to put you into the, uh, your balance. So in the beginning, um, when you meet someone, you're not gonna so like swept, swept away from uh, mm, this new romance and the new possibility of the love of lifetime kind of imagination, right? Um, Last thing you want to do is you want to fall in love with uh, your projection. You don't know this person really, you know, <laughs> and they put all hopes and the dreams into one person. And then after honeymoon period, this person turned out to be not what you thought he is or she is. That's the last thing you want. So 
another reason good idea to do multiple dating so you're not going to project all these hopes and the dreams toward one person so you can look at each each of the date objectively to see if this person fits with your list yeah it sounds a lot like a job interview but you are choosing someone you're gonna spend uh rest of your life with so um a lot of times we take more time to choose our outfit or place we work versus oh my god i fall in love this is love at the first sight and this is it you know what i'm saying uh, and then a lot of times when you happen to meet with your soulmate you know instead of karmic um we don't fall into like wow this is love of your lifetime like often we feel a uh, sense of familiarity sense of comfort but we're not blindly in love with this person that comes later you know after you get to know with this person so that's another thing you really want to watch out for if you are looking for the one but um yeah this is really important anything we do it's really important for us to have a clarity without clarity we are not going to get to the goal where we want to be Yeah, and I think you brought up a really good point too, Erica, when it comes to um, karmic relationships versus the soulmate relationship. I, and again, I will reference myself as an example, but my relationship um, with my husband, because like I said, he is my soulmate, but I knew um, right away, like right away, I knew. Like there were, like everything was, like the boxes were all ticked, right? Like everything, everything was so perfect it almost freaked me out. Right. But, um, there was that sense of recognition. There was that sense of like, literally my soul, like I, and I, and I didn't even understand it at the time, but because I, I wasn't that far, you know, into my spiritual journey. But at the time I was like, my soul literally felt like it was like, Oh, there you are. Like I've been looking for you. That I honestly, I used to say that all the time. I was like, I felt like my soul breathed a sigh of relief. But as crazy as I was about him, um, we didn't get married for a long time. <laughs> we didn't rush into anything because both of us had been married before. We um, both had gotten out of um, long relationships and neither one of us were looking to jump back in anytime soon. Even though... I knew he was the one, like I knew he was it. I knew he was it, but I didn't rush into it, <laughs> you know? And we, um, we dated each other and he worked and I worked and he traveled with his job and, and I was happy with that. I was like, okay, fine. You know, you do your thing. I'll do my thing. And when the time was right, it was right. So you like, there's a trusting feature that comes into this, right? You have to kind of trust the universe's plan, trust that your soul contracts know what they're doing, that your guidance knows what it's doing, that, that things will align when they're meant to align. Because at the time he was traveling and he'd be gone for like two weeks at a time. And I would see him maybe one weekend a month, which is not a lot. And that we kept our relationship like that for two or three years. And 
we were still exclusive with each other, but at the same time, it was kind of hard, you know, because he'd be gone for so long. And I could have spent that time moaning, moaning and complaining about, you know, you need to be here with me and I can't believe you're gone all the time and this sucks and blah, blah, blah. But no, I was just enjoying his company when he was available. And when he wasn't, then I did my other things. I kept my own life going, right? Because I had kids still and I was taking care of my own stuff and had my own job and was doing my own things. So, and then things, you know, kind of came to fruition where he was able to stay home and not travel. And then we settled together and then we ended up getting a house together and we ended up getting married. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things. I think people rush things. I think people rush and jump in too soon. And yes, I knew he was my soulmate right off the bat, but we dated for seven years before we got married. So it's one of those things that, you know, timing was a factor, life circumstances were as a factor. There were a lot of things there. And there was some other stuff, you know, still we were processing and working out with our own lives and our own healing journeys and things. So, I mean, just allow space for that because you don't know, you don't know. That's the thing. You don't know what the contract is. You don't know what's in store. You don't know what the agreement was made before you incarnated. You don't know any of those things, you know? So you're kind of like, well, how do I figure this out? How do I know? How about this? What about this? And people always try to, you know, jump the gun, so to speak. If you just allow things to take the course the way they're meant to, the way they were designed to, everything's going to be okay. You know, I think we, we have such a control, we are such control freaks. We want to control everything. And if you can just step back and be like, okay, yes, my soul recognizes yours. Clearly you're in my life for a reason. Um, I know how I feel about you. Let me just ride the wave, right? Just be present, be in the moment, be present and quit trying to orchestrate everything before it's time. Because like I said, divine timing is a thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, go with the flow to see what your natural speed is. Because depends on who you are and who you guys are, the speed of marriage will be completely different. You know, um, I personally recommend go out at least one year. You know, you know, so that's a good idea. But when it's just happening, it just does. You know what I'm saying? Of course, it is very important to let him know what you're looking for. And he has to let you know what you're looking for. Then everything is compatible, the goal, you know. But as long as you know that, like, see what's going to happen. Because if universe want you to or you to you two to get married, things gonna happen. You know, uh, he suddenly has to move or you suddenly have to move or something happens and you kind of have to make a decision, you know, stuff like that. So um, I guess we are wrapping up and then uh, do you have anything you want to share before we wrap up, Tonya? Um, yeah, just, I mean, again, I'm just going to like hit home that same point again, that it's really important that if you're broken up with somebody to take that time, take that space to really get to know yourself, get that, take that 
time to get back to being you as a single person and then get back to getting really clear about what it is you want in a relationship, you know, what your values are, what your needs are, you know, what's really important to you so that you can look for that when you get back out in the world again. And once you do that, you'll be in a much better place and you'll be when you're ready and you're, um, you know, over the grief or with the loss, and then you're much more in a better space to be able to recognize those qualities and features in another person. And don't just jump in, you know, don't just jump in, please don't, <laughs> because you're just going to end up repeating that cycle. So take the time and space that you need to recover, to get back to who you are and know what you want. Um, that's the best, best thing I could say. Yeah, definitely. Like you think you're saving time by jumping into next relationship. It's not always necessary. And then how do you know you're ready to uh, date uh, seriously, right? Uh, because you're no longer, the dating isn't, isn't no longer priority. What I mean is you have other things in life you are passionate for. So yeah, you decided to date seriously, but that's, you're not desperate to look for someone. You're, des you're not desperate, oh my God, I have to be on dating app and I have to meet five people per week, blah, blah, blah. You're no longer being like that, you know? Like you're more relaxed, you're open to meet other people, but that is not the priority. Like you have other things going on in your life. And then that's when you know you're ready to meet someone after breakup because needed to have someone is no longer the priority. You know, your life is normal. You get yourself back again. The dating is part of your life, not the life. So I hope that's clear uh, for uh, you guys. So if you want to work with me to heal your breakup, I've been through my huge breakup with my twin flame and uh, I'm fine now. So um, I can definitely help you guys on this matter. And uh, link is in the description box. So thank you so much. I see you guys next week. Bye.